Never forced, never coursed. Open discussions about things in life that matter to you most. From tech to TV, movies, and gaming, and everything in between. Streaming live every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And be sure to join us every Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern and Saturday night at 11 p.m. GMT for Weekend Chill, exclusively on Mixcloud. Welcome to Voluntary Input. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I'm Leo. That's Adam. Welcome to Voluntary Input. What's up, man? How you doing? What's up? Good. Good. Snapping SD cards, huh? Snapping <laughs> SD cards, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I don't think I've ever done anything like that. Well, for everybody, before we got started, Adam was telling me he actually, I'd never, and it's a micro SD card too, isn't it? Yeah, it's one of the little tiny ones. Trying to put a pie in a case and snap it in <laughs> half. <laughs> yeah i guess that sort of thing can happen it's uh I, I this is the second or third time i've done it you think that i would learn my lesson <laughs> but it's uh oh man i've second or third time i've done things like that repeatedly i'm like i must be getting dumb or something it sucks that those little those micro sd cards are very fragile you know if you like if you got something that's like moving together they can easily like break and snap in half and then you're basically screwed i don't I guess you're right. I mean, I've never, I've never broken one though. I never really. Yeah. Usually, I use one of those. I put it in something, and I don't see it ever again. So, it's just there doing whatever it does. If <laughs> so. only it were that easy. <laughs> <laughs> For me, anyways. Oh, uh, well. Before we get started, I want to do a little house cleaning from uh, the last episode. Um, first of all, new friend of the show, Carlos, was trying to chat with us and i thought you could see the chat last week and i forgot that i actually have to add it so you can see it so my apologies carlos tune in every week he probably won't come back because he was mad but you know <laughs> my bad man <laughs> and uh what's another oh and i was talking about internet and i said something kind of dumb i was talking about i was trying to make a joke about how i need fiber optic but I can't get it here. So people are like, man, you don't have high-speed broadband where you live? I, I have high-speed broadband where I live. But I was trying to make a, a joke about, actually, it wasn't really a joke. It was kind of a rant why we can't get fiber in our neighborhood is because of the, apparently there's this thing where uh, land developers and cable operators make like these deals and you can get landlocked into a service. So really? we literally have Cincinnati Bell Phyoptics is literally across the highway from us and we can't get it. <laughs> you know, I, I, you're not the first person that I've heard that story from. I, I know that my parents have had the same thing uh, where I, I couldn't understand why they couldn't get like super high speed internet. And my dad would always tell me that it was like uh that Cincinnati Bell didn't offer it to him. I'm like, well, Cincinnati Bell offers the optics, you know? And he's like, well, we can't get it. And I never understood it. I've, I've heard that before. Dude, they're, they're literally less than a mile from my house Jeez. and I can't get it. <laughs> and uh, one of my neighbors, they were calling around because everybody in the neighborhood is like, man, when's Cincinnati Bell coming here? And one of my neighbors was told by them they can't because of that. Now, to be fair to Spectrum, I don't have problems out of Spectrum. I, I don't know about you. Um, my yeah. internet is consistent, so. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't really have problems on, but I'd love to have some fiber optic in my life, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I haven't also, had any problems with Spectrum. Yeah, you know, the only time I ever really had was um, while we were building, but the entire neighborhood was being built. So sometimes throughout the day, almost every day at the same time, my wife would be like, and the internet went out again at the same time. I'm like, well, they're doing construction. You know, that's kind of, you know, people tend to work at the same time throughout the day anyway. So whatever. And one other thing I wanted to talk about, um, I mentioned the DBBL podcast and, uh, with Mindy, our friend Mindy, I forgot to tell her congratulations. I don't know if you know or not. She got married. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So I think I saw that on Instagram. Yeah. Congrats to her. So yeah, somebody finally decided to live with that crazy lady (laughs) for the rest of his life. (laughs) No, Mindy's good people. She's good people. All right. So, uh, one other thing too, um, before this isn't in the show notes, uh, I was watching the news and I saw something that kind of made me go, you know, I don't really know about that. Uh, Kroger announced that they're going to start doing drone deliveries. I saw that. That's crazy. And they they have three of them right now. And this just made me, uh, I, I don't know how you feel about that. I'm, I don't see the point in doing that. So, you know, Amazon made a big deal about drone deliveries. Now, of course, you can only get it within a certain area, blah, blah, blah. With Amazon, that kind of makes sense. But a grocery store? And so <laughs> they were asking people, would you use it? Like just regular people walking down the street. And this one lady was like, for groceries? No. Because one thing, the, each drone only has a payload of about five pounds. So why would I... Why would I get Kroger to deliver groceries if they can only bring them five pounds at a time? There was a, there was a specific scenario that I thought about this where I was like, this would be a really, really good idea. But only for this specific scenario and nothing else more. Let's say, let's say you're at a park or you're at a cookout and you want to order something that you're missing at the park or cookout. You could have it delivered there. And I think that was even mentioned in the story. And I think that's why it came to mind for me is that it would be something that would fairly be easily done if you needed, if you were had, you didn't want to leave wherever you were at and you weren't at home. Maybe, I don't know. Mm. But those drones, but that's, that's the only scenario. Yeah. And those drones are expensive and they contracted out with some company. So is that really worth it for Kroger as a company? I mean, I was like, well, that's kind of, <clears throat> and then they were showing people, like at the office having like uh, lunch deliver. I mean, what, what do you get for, for lunch from Kroger? The sushi bar? <laughs> I like the sushi there. I mean, yeah, but uh, okay. I, I just maybe, they, maybe they have that much money to throw around. That that's they what do it stuff is. Like that. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Cause I'm like, that doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah. And even, like I said, I mentioned Amazon. Even for them, I thought, eh, it's just kind of gimmicky. Like, I don't I don't see a practical purpose for it. Anyway, you know why Kroger has so much money, man? Their share price is always going up. And speaking of share prices going up, the Doge. Oh, man. <laughs> so, of course, there's a big write-up about why does it keep spiking um 
this person who wrote this article for Market Market Watch listed four reasons. And I think the first reason is really the only reason is because Elon Musk is going to be on SNL. That's like the biggest reason. Then, of course, you have, uh, well, then there's FOMO. That, that's me right here. I fall into this group, the fear of missing out group. Yeah. Since I missed the boat on Bitcoin. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not letting that happen again. <laughs> Getting on some doge. And it's easy to get to. And then, of course, they talk about bubbles and everybody gets all excited about it. And then, of course, you know, you got uh, Mr. Mark Cuban. He keeps talking about it, too. So, yeah, yeah. It's that celebrity power. I think that's what really drives it. Well, this week, I think that it, it was an accessibility thing because they listed it on um, Weeble. Yeah. So they, I think the only the big one that it's not on is um, Coinbase. And I find that odd. Because on Coinbase, there's some on there I've never even heard. Like, there, there is, but uh, there is, but they, I think that they tend to only they tend to only list they they list everything, but not everything they have on there is tradable. So I I think that they tend to only tend to only list ones that they think are actually serious. <laughs> so no one still takes Doge serious, huh? Well, I, I think that I, that's the thing is I think people are like, hey, you know, I think one of the, the one of the stories I read maybe a month or so ago was it's like, you know, Doge about Coinbase saying, you know, Doge is valued higher than what was it? I saw Honda or something crazy like that now. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So like people are saying, yeah, Coinbase needs to put this on here because it's no longer, it's not a, it's not a joke anymore. It's, it's, it's actually, it's actually has more money than some of these huge, huge corporations tied up in it. Well, maybe if they want to get taken seriously, somebody needs to do something about the, uh, the little mascot. I mean, I like that dog, but (laughs) this wow, much money thing, maybe that'll help them out. Maybe change the name. And I did see that they were doing some upgrades to it. You know, maybe, Maybe upgrade some things about it. I think that it's tied to the Litecoin um, blockchain. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that works, but. And at this very moment, I had to pull out the ticker. It's 57 cents. That's still, that's still unfathomable to me. <laughs> if you, if you would have told me that like when I first, when I bought into the, all this, I think it was like five cents a coin. Yeah. And I mean, I was even on the fence about selling all of it. And if you would have told me this, you know. Three months ago, I'd have been like, "Dude, there's no way." But here we are. Somebody, I mean, did, dude, I'm holding on to it. I'm not selling it. Me either. Somebody did a calculation about if you had a bought it in January, if you had spent a thousand dollars, it was something like you'd have three hundred thousand now or something like that. So, well, you know, based on the number of shares you yeah, buy. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm holding on. Uh, is that diamond hands too? Is that, that's that, diamond hands that applies okay see you're the <laughs> you're the crypto expert of the show so we have to refer i have to defer to you because <laughs> i was um i saw another one on twitter green box what's that green box yeah people were like i never heard that one before so green it's box. diamond hands laser eyes and now green box i don't and mooning mooning's one of them too and what's that when something when something makes an unfathomable jump in price, you call that mooning. Uh, so today, Dogecoin mooned today. 
sky like a rocket right yeah Do- dogecoin's mooning today i got mooned by a dog <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah I, I i actually today i sold all my bitcoin and bought in i went all in on ethereum you sold all your bitcoin all that i had yeah and i'm going all in on ethereum well, Bitcoin, Bitcoin's not doing anything. They're they're not. They, so they, this is the this is the way I this is the way I see it, based off research I've done. So Bitcoin's really not doing anything to upgrade their to upgrade their platform. You get if you, when you got you've got Ethereum, who the NFTs are all on the Ethereum blockchain. Yeah, you got they're they're upgrading they're upgrading the infrastructure that's going to allow quicker transactions. Not going to use as much energy. So when and when they when they release Ethereum two, the price should go up. So actually, what I'm doing with Coinbase is is I'm buying Ethereum and I'm staking it for Ethereum two with a six percent APR on it. So basically, you're saying, hey, you know, I'm buying Ethereum and I'm staking it for Ethereum two. I can't I can't sell it. I can only keep it until Ethereum two comes out. So now I get six percent APR back on it. Wow. So you really, uh, you're far ahead of me on this stuff. Um, and then there's whoever this person is uh, talking about it. They're you know, <laughs> taking over Bitcoin. It should. That's for the reasons I just told you. They, they like it, they're doing things that Bitcoin is not is not doing. Who's in charge of that kind of stuff, though? Like who who is the people that should be doing the upgrades for Bitcoin? So here's here's one of the big things is is nobody knows who created bitcoin it's like a big myth well technically the person that they say did it is dead now isn't he i don't know what was his name yashura maybe maybe that's i don't know but uh yeah there we don't know who created it and supposedly if that ever gets revealed it would be bad for some reason i can't remember what the reasons were yeah, i remember it. it it was always like a it, it was it kind of reminded me of a some kind of crazy movie so, yeah who was it who was it but then the i wish i could remember because i saw an article today saying that today uh marked the anniversary of when he started it and but it was never proven it was actually this person either though because i think he denied it he's like i i, don't, I didn't do that <laughs> so mm. let's see ether has grown 40.23 percent so far <laughs> since april to an all-time high of $2,700. Wow. Did you see the the story with the two old guys from Berkshire Hathaway who were asked about... <laughs> I know where <laughs> it's this... Warren, it, one of them is Warren Buffett and some other guy. who's They're both in their 90s or something. They're like 95. Mm-hmm. And I guess Warren Buffett a couple years ago had said bad things about bad things about Bitcoin. And of course, it's gotten like huge. Yeah. And they asked the other guy a question about what he thought of it. And he's basically was like, it's disgusting. I hate it. And <laughs> there's no way that this is sustainable. Blah, right. blah, blah. Like just like, it's like, dude, you know, completely out of touch with new investors. Completely. It was, what he said was just completely out of touch. I mean, to be honest, I think what he, what he said probably would, you know, kind of rather piss, piss a lot of people off. Cause you know, it's like, Spitting in the face of the the little guy, you know, it's this guy that's probably got billions of dollars. 
Yeah, definitely one money. of the richest people in the world. Yeah, that old money. Remember, we talked about that last week. And yeah. as soon as he says something like that, it starts going up because people are like, okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll show, we'll show you. We'll yeah. show you, buddy. I mean, you know, I, I, I poo-pooed it myself too. But, you know, after a while, I have to, you have to stop and go, well, I may not get, like you even said, I may not get why it's happening or why it's working. But apparently it is, so as far as I can tell, it's here to stay. Man, I, I, I think that I don't I don't know. It's just it's and it, especially with the case of Ethereum, it's not all about money. There's a there's a specific platform. It's about it's about transactions. Yeah. And exactly. it's, it's not just about money, it's about this software platform that does transactions between two parties well. It doesn't have it doesn't have a middle part like a middle party like uh, some of these banks use to, you know, to funnel their money through. That's probably why the old investors are mad because usually yeah. funneling, oh, yeah. funneling that money, that's how they grab some of the profits too. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you mess and they, up. And they can't tell people what to do anymore. They, it's, you know, they've been exposed. They've all been exposed. <laughs> oh man. To borrow a term from my 11 year old, he loved, that's his thing. He'd been exposed. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Ethereum, I mean, we know who made it. This youngest crypto billionaire, 27 years old. Wow. I couldn't imagine. Billionaire at 27. Man. Good for him. He's Russian Canadian. I, I can't say his name. So, if everybody knows how to say his name, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> the founder of Ethereum. And look at him. He looks so young, man. I mean, but he, he looks like he's 15. He does, doesn't he? I was like, <laughs> oh, really? 27? Uh, um, but the thing is, like you said, it's really the technology behind it, what's running it. So even if people say, well, Ethereum will go under, I don't, I think that's missing the point here. The thing with Ethereum that stands it apart from Bitcoin is that it's not all about, it's not all about the coin. The mm -hmm. coin is secondary to the Ethereum infrastructure network. It's, it's secondary for what they actually try to do. Okay. So what so, is just trying to build a frictionless transaction mechanism, basically? I believe so, yeah. Nice. He wrote the design at the age of 19, <laughs> aiming to create a general scripting language to develop blockchain-based applications. And he did it, folks. <laughs> Twenty-seven-year-old billionaire. Imagine when it goes higher. I saw people saying that there there was a financial analyst that said in like the next two weeks it'll be at least five thousand dollars. So what you're telling me is I might want to shift my you investment might, you, strategy. You might want to jump on the train. That's why I sold. That's why I sold my Bitcoin because it's like, man, I need to, you know, if I if I want to get some more in this uh, as cheap as it is. I need to do it now. Uh, I need to, what is it? What's what's the share price now? I think thirty three hundred dollars. Yeah, I might have to for coin. 
might have to cut some kid out of camp this summer. No, I'm just <laughs> sorry, son. You can't go. But wait, it's things are going to get a lot better. I swear. <laughs> Give it ten years and things will be all right. Oh my goodness. Um, but I still kick myself even with that. I'm like, there. There was a time when it was a lot cheaper though, too, right? Like nine months ago, it was. Shoot, I think nine months ago it was only at like seven hundred dollars a coin. Mm. See, I'm interested have, now. I can never see. get this right. That's why I said that's why I'm in the FOMO group with Doge because I'm 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 not missing out this time, folks. I'm starting from the beginning, <laughs> and it better keep going up. All Let's right. See. While you're looking that up, uh, I had mentioned Mark Cuban. He uh, bets a million dollars because of a Twitter argument he got on got in about the uh, the future. <laughs> of the long-term value of uh, crypto, specifically Doge. And uh, this guy was calling him out, basically saying, if you're taking financial advice from Mark Cuban over a crypto coin, you're an idiot. And uh, uh, Mark was like, dude, I'll deposit uh, DIA in yield form on my $1 million for each contract and blah, 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 set the directions, blah, blah, blah. And the dude was like, this Peter guy was like, okay, let's do it. So he basically bet him a million dollars that it has a long-term future. So I'm like, hey, I, I, I think Mark Cuban's a pretty smart guy. I like I him. I think he is too. I like him on Shark Tank. He's one of my favorites on there. And uh, he's doing well for himself. So if he's going to put some money on it, again, I, I'm hanging around. It's another. It, I think it's just another case of these guys that have been in the stock market, have been in you know in the market for years, and are just so completely out of touch with the way things are changing. I, I I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't see. I don't see how at this point it's gotten so big. These things have gotten so big that I mean, it's obvious they have a future. Right. I know that it's still young, but I mean, it to me, this stuff's like really, really taking off right now. But change in general is hard for people to accept. You know, when things start changing, especially when they start changing too fast and in the case of money, when people feel like they've missed out on something because they dogged it at first, it's hard from the change. And then, you know, like my hesitancy with it, too, which still kind of is, is the fact that it's not something you can touch. Like it's not there is no, you know, people say, well, here's a dollar. Yeah, and it's that tangible assets thing, even though. What's the value of a dollar? Like who's, how, what's, cause we know we're not on the gold standard anymore. So kind of the same thing. <laughs> just paper. It's just a piece of paper. I don't even care. I don't even carry around cash with me anymore. Dude, I never have cash. And it, the only time, and I have to always remind myself is when the boys start doing sports, like uh, my son's football is coming up soon, which every parent out there is probably just as, irritated by this is me you sign your kid up for a sport you pay for him to play you pay for the pads and all that when you go to the game guess what you gotta pay to get in what <laughs> and it's always like four dollars that's absolute madness <laughs> i know right <laughs> and i and i was like i don't i don't i don't, I don't carry cash so that's i have absolute to madness always to force myself to remember now it's usually it's the away games though so like the home games, we don't pay for them, but 
still, it's a, it's a league. Like I paid all this for him to be in the league, and I gotta pay to go to the games. <laughs> but you know, it's to support the league and the schools hosting leagues and blah blah blah. Sure, I mean, yeah. it's the kids. You can't complain. Exactly, it's more about the kids. Um, and speaking of NFT, you mentioned that um, this this story kind of made me laugh. This disaster girl. You seen these memes with this little girl? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I have a confession about this meme, and I've used it before, just making jokes or whatever. Anyway, she got five hundred thousand dollars off of it. My confession is, you know who I thought this was all this time? Who? I thought that was Drew Barrymore. <laughs> it does kind of look like her. <laughs> you remember the movie Firestarter? I I never seen that, but it does look. Well, that was like her first movie that broke her out. It was a Stephen King movie. She had the okay. power to start fires. I thought that was like a... I thought that... <laughs> and it is not even her. Um, Zoe Roth is her name. I don't even know how... Where did, I don't know if they mentioned what, how old she is now. But in either case, she got $500,000 for the NFT with this. I wish I had a time machine to go back and make <laughs> make some of these memes myself or go back and buy a bunch of crypto. Mm, mm, mm. Um, let, let's see. Oh, there's even the story behind it. Uh, she was four years old. Her family went to look at a house on fire in her neighborhood. <laughs> and blah, 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 blah. And I guess her father just took the picture and she just kind of smiled that little grin. <laughs> and, and that's really what made me think about uh Firestarter too, the movie. You got to see it. It's, it's a, uh, came out early eighties, I think. Um, and it's really good, but, and she would sometimes have that look on her face, <laughs> but man, you know who else? I wonder who's going to get, um, some NFT money. And I don't know if you're familiar with this one. Do you remember the Irma Gerd girl? Yes. <laughs> she, oh, yeah. She better start cashing in. Irma Gerd. Yeah. <laughs> um, somebody had mentioned, you, you ever seen the one with the little baby dude and he's doing his fist like this? Yeah, the, the, yeah, the fist. Dude, I've seen billboards along the highway with him and that. Like, you should get money for that. Yeah, people using it for advertising, like local businesses. And I thought that too. I'm like, do they license his image for that? So he needs to get on the NFT train too. Oh, man. Might as well. These people are about to be rich. <laughs> Selling. Well, but, you know, thinking about that though, it's their image, right? And it's all over the internet. So they should own the digital rights to it, as it were. Right? I would think so. Because, and how else would they without NFTs? There you uh, go. Mm-hmm. And NVIDIA is still trying to <laughs> fix this whole... Cryptocurrency. It's <laughs> this, all over the place, man. The mining limit. Yeah. Um, the RTX uh, graphics... Uh, graphics card remember the guy we had talked about he 
figured out you could buy a dummy cable off Amazon for $5.99, plug it into the card, and it would think a monitor was was working. So I guess they're trying to um they're trying to work around that again too. So <laughs> Ethereum's taken over, man. And and they were like, we designed GeForce GPUs for gamers and games. <laughs> so, <laughs> but hey, I thought that that was one question I had early on about the whole crypto thing was who I wonder who decided that you would use uh, GPUs to mine for them. I wonder. I never figured out how that became the way to do it. I thought I think it's because they're so powerful, right? I guess. Uh, so I, I think that they need something that can draw that's able to draw all the power that something or that one of these devices is going to need to basically solve all these equations quickly without the I interruptions, GP- without the interruptions of an operating system like windows. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think a G- GPU is like the strongest, the strongest thing to do that. Like I'm, I'm stupid about this stuff. So I could be wrong. I was just always under the impression that the more GPUs that you have trying to solve these equations, yeah. because GPUs are capable of so much that you're going to be you're going to be able to mine stuff quicker okay i was just you know i'd love to see the history of that like at one point i'm sure somebody when they first started working on crypto they were probably running it on like a i don't know probably then it was probably like windows xp (laughs) (laughs) and they were like man this is too slow nobody's gonna catch on to this and then some brainiac nerd was like let's run it on a gpu and then they were like, aha, there we go. There's there's still a lot about that that I just don't I don't understand. Oh, me too. Me too. Without question. All right, we can we can move on to some happier news. Now, you know, I've always been I've I've been uh singing the praises of Stadia for a long time. And even last week I mentioned there is one thing that they dropped the ball on, in my opinion. And they finally, they finally launched it. A search search bar. Oh, yeah. There we go. (laughs) Now, it's only in the browser. But it was funny because after last week's show, they they literally announced it probably while we were still recording. That's why I sent you that link. I was like, look, Google's listening to the show. (laughs) (laughs) But it's only in the browser for now. But uh, still, I mean... You got to have a search bar, man, especially all the games they keep adding and adding and adding. And I can't, you know, I can't keep scrolling all the time to get to my games. So now there's some other stuff they're, uh, they're adding to like, um, this right here where you can see your achievements because if you, yeah, if you're playing a game, you can't really see your progress just, you know, at a glance. So they're adding that. That's coming soon. And another thing they're adding to, which is actually, oh, well, first of all, this uh, captures and game states. That's part of the bomb of Stadia. I don't know if you're familiar with what that is. So let's say I'm playing a game and I say, you know, I get so far up in the level. Only certain games can do it for now. And I, I'm like, Adam, you should jump in on this where I'm at. I can literally take a screenshot and that's... uh and then I share that with you and you jump right in where I was with really? all the achievements and weapons I have. Yeah. It's called state share. Well, that's pretty cool. That's a, uh, I like, I really do like, oh, that's, that's a really good idea. 
Yeah, that's the bomb diggity. <laughs> X X Cloud. I don't think X Cloud has that. But the other thing they're adding, I don't think it's in this article, is um, so when when you're playing Stadia games, you can for that screen share and other things. You know, you can do screen captures. You can just take a screenshot. Well, me especially when it first came out, trying to get to know the controller, I would ever so often just brush up against the screen capture button. So in my stadia, I have all these stupid screenshots that don't mean anything. So they finally put in where you can go in and like bulk delete them. So I'm like, yeah, I need that because mine is kind of cluttered. So. <laughs> that that happens with me on, especially on my uh, Switch. Oh yeah, yeah, it happens. There's a but there's a button to take a screenshot on your Switch, and that happens with me frequently. And it's usually I'm just you know just in the game, and then. Next thing you know, you took a screenshot. I'm like, wait, what? I didn't need that. <laughs> so not at all, not at all. Um, oh, and then we are friends at Sony. All right, we'll go ahead and talk about it. I, it's always like, this is the part of the show where we're like, okay, well, I do want to talk about something we were saying too. Uh, we were talking about uh, PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Pass. So apparently, I had that wrong. Apparently, you want the it's PlayStation Pass, right? Is that what it is? Uh, PlayStation Plus. No, PlayStation Now. Oh, PlayStation Now. Yeah, I was okay. saying Pass. Yeah. It's Now. So apparently, PlayStation Now is what you want instead of PlayStation Plus. But see, again, this is why I'm talking about all these different tiers and stuff, man, stop doing that. But apparently the PlayStation now is where they have all of the games, including the old titles. PlayStation plus is mostly for new is mainly just new releases from the day of PlayStation from the date of PlayStation plus launch forward. So PlayStation now you can find like PS three, PS two games. Yeah. You, you won't find those in PlayStation plus. So technically, eh, for the value, if you were like that, if you want all those old games, you want PlayStation Now. But again, why do that? <laughs> Just put all your games in a place and charge a fee for them. Why does is, it have is, to be two different tiers? Is there a serv- like a service where both of them are together? <laughs> no one's Sony. There probably <laughs> is hidden some deep menu somewhere. But I don't know. I, I don't like stuff like that. It's it's frustrating because they don't explain it. Right. They don't explain it clearly. But why even do it? I mean, <laughs> so you can charge two different fees? They're Because they're greedy. They're very, very greedy. Nice. It, I, I've, so the, I didn't post this in Discord today, but like uh, that Epic versus Apple yeah, it's lawsuit, a-, a bunch of stuff's coming out. Like this just came out this afternoon, so I guess Sony was like completely. We've complained about this in the past, but Sony was completely against crossplay, and it's come out in the news that Epic is actually paying Sony for crossplay. There you, you, you got it. <laughs> uh, <sighs> uh, why? They were afraid that. They didn't want people to spend money on other platforms besides their own platform and then play the game on their platform. (laughs) 
I think I think I think that's the reason why. Well, I, 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 <laughs> I just ha- I have no yeah. words. Oh, and they started with Rocket League and Minecraft. Do no. You don't want to block that. Man, oh man. So I, I think that Sony actually tried to redact this so it wasn't it didn't show up in court, but it showed up in court. Like Well, you know Epic brought this up. Absolutely, because oh yeah. this yeah. is part of their point. Yeah, Pete, the the company's being greedy. I think uh I think this I'm gonna go out on a limb here. To me, I think this kind of shows that they probably don't really make money off of the consoles like we were talking about. So the best way they make all their money is by these games. Yeah. Because I can't think of any other reason why a console maker would say, well, no, we don't want to do cross-platform. Well, dude, you already sold a box for $500 and you keep selling out of them. You can't keep them in stock. How much more money do you need? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think that they do make much money off the consoles. They make money off the software. Absolutely. <sighs> man, oh man. But again, yeah, I think I think this is where things have changed with Microsoft because it's like they don't even really. Ca- it's like they just want to. They just want to expose their platform to more people. They don't even care anymore. You know, like right. If, if what system you're on or if you're on a PC or if you're on your phone or, or whatnot, they just want to expose more people to their platform and because that, of Azure yeah. or the cloud. They yeah. want, they want more people on the cloud. Yeah, absolutely. So that being said though, what, uh, and I didn't get a chance to read this one though. Why? Epic won't allow what they won't allow Fortnite on uh, X Cloud. Oh, I'm sorry, Xbox Cloud Gaming for the reason that we just talked about. But because why they it? use they use uh, the there it is the Nvidia Cloud Gaming Service. Oh, X, X Cloud's a competitor. Oh my gosh! <laughs> See, it's it's all going around like full circle. <laughs> This is too much. This is too much. Um, yeah. They view it as they view xCloud as competition. So I'm assuming that GE Force is on uh, maybe Amazon or something. Isn't GeForce its own though? I thought there was uh, GeForce Cloud Gaming. Well, I mean like... Um... <clears throat> Amazon's uh, web services servers or something. Oh, okay. Gotcha. AWS. Yeah. Oh, uh, who wow. knows? I'm not really sure. Well, you can still play it on your Xbox, but it won't be on the, the cloud. And it says the reason why they favored NVIDIA over Microsoft to host Fortnite in the cloud. Microsoft doesn't currently allow rival game stores on xbox or x cloud in any form that sounds familiar <laughs> apple <laughs> <clears throat> i'm telling you there's going to be a breaking point i mean they're eventually 
I, I don't know, man. These guys. I think it's about to happen. But again, like, like like we said, what what's the solution here, though? This is like super complicated. <laughs> I don't even because I can kind of see both sides of it. Uh, wow. Well, that's got. I don't know if that's going to really make people mad because the thing about Fortnite is you can still play with other people, even if you're not on the cloud. I mean, you still have it on your Xbox. You can still play. I don't know. That's going to be that big of a deal breaker for people or not. It is for people that have iPhones <laughs> because, because they can't, they can't play it on their iPhone. They can't play it on a cloud service on their iPhone unless they've got the, that NVIDIA service. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that's funny. You mentioned that because there's also this, the first day of court and there's a uh, public, oh God. there was a public call line. And they didn't mute it. And then the bailiffs couldn't figure out how to mute it. So you had, it said there was like two or 300 kids yelling and screaming, free Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the first uh, day was kind of, and it was like a good 20 or 30 minutes. And they were like, bring back Fortnite on mobile, please judge. <laughs> so, oh, what a mess. I saw I saw something else today. Like I've seen a bunch of this stuff over the past couple of days, but I saw that the CEO of Epic Games sent an email to Tim Cook, like asking him basically to allow I can't remember what it was, but it was to allow Fortnite back on the app store or to like do something about the fees or allow them to charge transactions and he like sent this long email and uh Tim Cook basically forwarded it. This this showed up in court. Forwarded it to somebody else at Apple, and he's like, "Is this the so and so that we met at this food banquet or something?" <laughs> Didn't even know who it was. Oh man! Like a like a huge like was acting like it was a huge slap in the face or something. Oh, that's insulting. Yeah, like it was in, like it was in the email that he wrote was actually kind of insulting. It is. <laughs> oh, is this who I think it is? And we met yeah. him at the food court at the mall. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically what it sounded like. Oh, man, that is messed up, too. And all this stuff's coming out in court now. <laughs> and let me guess, Epic brought that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and look how else they treat us. <clears throat> man, I... Like I said, I don't know what the answer is, but um, what's going to happen is it's going to be the players and the consumers... So these companies, they better figure out something. What I was thinking too one day is with the way Microsoft is doing X cloud, I'm sorry, Xbox cloud gaming service. Why don't all these companies get together and just make one neutral playground and then they can all take a, a, a cut of the pie. Or are they just too greedy for that? Greed. Because you think it just sick. even a game like Fortnite, I mean, the last time I checked, they were generating like $150 million a day. I mean, <laughs> come on. You can't, <laughs> you guys can't divide that up. So you can make one big giant game cloud and everybody get together and decide what to call it, whatever. And you have Apple in on it, Microsoft, Amazon, Google, and who else? Who else? <laughs> Try Sony. to talk Sony into it. But, yeah, yeah. But if they don't want to play, just cut them out. And you just have this one big 
repository and every all the companies are responsible for running it and getting the games on it and blah 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 and they all take an equal share of the game profits maybe this will happen after this case maybe that maybe that's the outcome of this case because my prediction for this i'll give it to you now apple's gonna win I would say so. Yeah, Epic's not gonna. They're, they're, nothing's gonna change because technically they violated a policy that they agreed to. Yep. So, and if any, if anything, it's causing collateral damage to Apple. Though I would say that people are. I mean, I don't think it's gonna. It's, it's not gonna sink Apple. It's not gonna even hurt their reputation. People love Apple too much, man. Yeah. Especially here in the states. That's why they went crazy for air tags. <laughs> Uh, I don't know like I said that's the only answer I can come up with is they all just need to collaborate on one big system otherwise you know because that'll cut out all the accusations of being monopolies too because they can say well we're not I'm not a monopoly you know Apple's not a monopoly in the game market because we're working with everybody else to you know run the pool Voluntary Input is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it. Go to anchor.fm slash start to join a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. Today was Star Wars Day, May the 4th. Be with you. Uh, my son woke up excited to watch uh, the new Star Wars show, and I have to go watch it. The, the Bad Batch. Of course, he's, dude, he knows so much more about Star Wars than I do. I, I like, don't I, know anything about it anymore. I go to him, and I'll watch stuff with him, like Rebel Wars and all that. And uh, he was telling me as soon as I got home from work, he was already home from school. I was right about this, 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 and this. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, okay, I'll check it out. So, I haven't seen a Star Wars since what was the what was the first one? The new one. Is it Revenge of the Sith? Is that what it was called? That was Dude, no, that was that was years ago. Know. The Force Awakens was the first newest one. Okay, that's that's the one that I think I've seen. That's the only one I've seen. I haven't seen any of them past that. It was disappointing to me. Because to me, Force Awakens was just a retelling of the original new hope the first one that came out in the 70s okay i mean yeah. it was yeah it, it looked good i mean whatever but it was like man this is just the old star wars read this is bigger better or star wars man when i was a kid or like when i was when i was growing up and they first came out with the new trilogy for star wars that like mm-hmm. the episode one two and three i was so excited about it <laughs> i was like man i can't wait to watch all these and then i saw them and it just completely ruined star wars for me oh just really? completely ruined it Uh, like it just like i think episode the episode one was just it just seemed so like i i I guess i want to say it was just like so corny to me that i was just like (laughs) man what is this what happened to this movie Uh, (laughs) i don't know man i I wouldn't say all that because they were telling all the backstory of like uh anakin and all that there was a lot of romance and i give you that for a kid I bet you, because there were some boring parts in it, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, man, what's this got to do with lightsabers and lasers? But I did like the bad guy in the first one, Darth Maul. Oh, yeah. I really liked that guy. I was like, yes, man, this guy looks super, super cool. 
if you watch the anime series, he's still around, but because they went back to, and uh, he has a brother, and he's but he's yellow. So, but yeah, it's crazy stuff, crazy stuff. Uh, oh man, what was I gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say for me, the best one of the newest ones, which I thought was a really good movie, was Rogue One. That's the I one. Sl- that's the one that tells the story of the rebels before. Yeah the first star Wars that came out back in the seventies, the new hope. And it even leads up right to the point where they are about to go try to destroy the death star. That's a good backstory. I, so that one was on Netflix a couple years back and I tried to watch it, but I would always fall asleep while I was watching it. <laughs> I, I a, few, a couple years ago, I was awful at watching movies. Like my attention span just couldn't handle it. Yeah. But now I, I, it's easier now that, so I started watching movies on my phone. Mm-hmm. So if I'm watching movies on my phone, I have to be dialed in on that movie on my phone. I can't be looking at my phone every five minutes and <laughs> scrolling through something or texting somebody. If I'm watching right. it on my phone, I have to be dialed into the movie. I think that's what my problem was. What if you get that new iPad Pro? Is that going to keep you dialed into? I'm not going to get the new iPad Pro. <laughs> oh man, you got to get that M1. Ah! it would be nice <laughs> no, I, I got other things that i need to i need to prioritize besides an <laughs> ipad pro come on you know you want it man i got man, to... i need i need that dogecoin bro well as soon as the doge hit go get you an ipad pro <laughs> i'm buying i'm i'm buying all crypto <laughs> cryptoed out mm. anyway the reason why i brought up the the star wars 2 uh so and this ties in with stadia so when when you're a Stadia user, especially Stadia Pro, because, you know, they release games that you get for free and they do it this week in Google Stadia. There's usually like two or three games they'll announce. Well, then they usually hold back on like a fourth game and then everybody tries to guess what's it going to be? What's going to be? So everybody's trying to guess what game was coming, what game was coming. And everyone was wrong. And this one should have been kind of obvious to everybody, but it wasn't. The, the fallen order <laughs> so they released it in time for the fourth i was like that's pretty sweet i yeah i've, I've heard good things about that one well, yeah we have it on ps4 of course my son beat it like a thousand times he goes back and plays through it and i was showing him this today i was like look what i got for free he was like oh now you make me want to go play so of course he went down to the basement to play <laughs> but uh but yeah, it's a it, it's a good game. Now, one of the biggest things about this too is, in my opinion, because one of the biggest uh, criticisms of Stadia, people are like, every it's all indie games, and you know they don't get AAA titles, and they don't have big. But the thing is, uh, this isn't the first EA game to come to Stadia, and this is technically a AAA title. I mean, it's a couple years old, but still. So. I didn't realize uh, Respawn made that game. Yeah. Respawn's a good studio. Mm-hmm. They made uh, Titanfall. They make um, Apex, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So there you go. Maybe I need to get back into Star Wars. I, I think it's on uh, It's on Game Pass. <laughs> it probably is. It is. It, all, EA, all EA Play games are on Game Pass. So not only do you have all the Microsoft games, but all all uh, EA throws their backlog on there too. 
for free for no extra charge. I'm telling. See, we say it every week. People got to get in on this cloud, man. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to throw that one in there. Plus, uh, they were mentioning the new Chromecast, a new controller. I'm getting another one. I think in was it three days away now because I pre-ordered Resident Evil Village. Mm. So yeah, man, that Resident Evil Seven is shocking. You ever played that? You ever play any Resident Evils? I haven't played one since five. Five was the last one I played. Yeah. Um, and I only played a little bit of, I played, I played a good amount of four, I think mm-hmm. four was but, good. Uh, yeah. Four was good. I played it on the, the Wii when it was right. out, the, Seven but I didn't is... really like the motion controls or, or whatnot. They just, well, the Wii. Yeah. That was a game system that I only liked the, uh, the aspect of playing with the kids on it. But serious games, I couldn't get into. There was just something about it. I felt like the graphics were a little, I don't know. And the controller, yeah. The only good games that came out for it were games that Nintendo made. Yeah. The other, like, third parties tried to make games for it, and they just weren't, they weren't good games. We held on to it for, like, the kids liked Rock Band and and then all the little sports games. But other than that, yeah, it's like, eh, I can't. Nah, I can't. I'm glad they did. They did right with the switch. I think I really, I think the switch is a good system. Mm -hmm. I really like it. I hope they come out with the switch pro, which they're supposed to. Yeah. I hear nothing but good things about the switch. Everybody I know that has one loves it. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's it's one of my favorite game systems of all time for sure. I wanted one, but I couldn't get one. So (laughs) every time we tried to get one, they're all sold out. They're all sold out. So, and that's always a good sign, you know? Yeah. And I just wanted to show you this, this backbone controller, because I oh, mentioned yeah. it last week. Oh, yeah, I looked week. at it. Yeah. It looks like a Switch controller, actually. Mm-hmm. It does look like a Switch controller. Pretty slick for an iPhone. It's even got the you know, notch. Yeah, yeah, so I see that. <laughs> what were you going to say, you know? No, I, I tried, uh, I tried cloud game or xbox cloud gaming with the actual controller so i've got like a shoot hold on i got this clip here that i can plug my controller in Mm -hmm. and have it and have my you know have my phone on here right and i the only thing is is that it feels very that my phone is so heavy Mm -hmm. that it like you can definitely tell that it like weighs down the controller and weighs down the clip so the controller worked a lot better than that that Razer Kishi that I have. Well, it's made but for it, the games, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it still felt weird holding this because the because the my phone's so heavy that I mean you're basically and it might be different for other phones, but I've got an iPhone, and of course my iPhone Pro Max is I'm sure it's probably one of the heavier phones that's out there. So did that that clip is it made by Microsoft or? It's made by Power A. Oh, okay. Because Google makes a specific uh, phone holder for Stadia. Really? Yeah, for the controller and then the phone. I almost bought one, but then, but then I reminded myself that I really don't like to play games on my phone. So, I mean, I will, but uh, like the the good games, like on Stadia and or anything else that I consider, you know, like a bigger platform. So, like for example, I won't play Resident Evil on my phone. 
nah. I had that on the screen. Yeah. So. Some games work well, like uh, platform, like platformers, two D platformers work well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played Battle Toads on the phone. That Battle Toads. that worked that worked really well for me. Um, Destiny Two is kind of weird. Weird playing a shooter on your phone like that. The controls just weren't. You don't. I mean, you need you need a a decent sized screen to be able to see enemies in the distance and shoot at them and stuff like that and make right. precise movements. I played I played Forza on there and actually Forza did okay. Um, those are I think those are about the only ones I've tried so far though. Yeah, I just can't. Uh, it just doesn't appeal to me. I don't know. Now you know I'll play mobile games on my mobile phone. And yeah. I don't even really do that anymore. I don't even think I have any games installed on my phone anymore. I think the last game I really got into on my phone was a game that my son, my oldest boy, had actually found. Um, I can't even remember what it's called, but basically you're trying to launch rockets and fly to like, like try to go to the moon or Mars or whatever. Hmm. I think it's, I can't, yeah, I can't remember. I'm not going to try to find it, but um. And it's a really good game because it, it deals with all the like real physics. Like it's not a, like it's, it's kind of like a learning game. Like you have to build the engines, the fuel tanks and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes you just blow stuff up, you know, it's kind of like, you just makes you feel like Elon Musk and, uh, you know, <laughs> so that, I think that's like the last game I actually ever installed and got into on my phone. Other than that, yeah, I'm not, uh, just, I got Pokemon go. Well, and, and see, that's a little different, though, right? It's a, it's a made. That's yeah. I've got pocket Mortys, but I have I've barely played that. You you ever you ever seen Rick and Morty? Yeah. There's a game on there called Pocket Mortys, and it's supposed to be like it's the Rick and Morty version of Pokemon, like the actual <laughs> game. Right. So the goal of the game is is Rick goes through all these dimensions and he catches these Mortys and other <laughs> dimensions to be on his team and like fight. Pocket Mortys. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, and speaking of um, space travel and Elon Musk, I don't know if you saw this about the, this, this is why I don't think that Starlink thing is a good idea. Mm-hmm. I've, seen, just, I've seen this before. It's just clutter in the sky. Um, Yeah, and they're saying, you know, it's just, it's, it's just too much. And so I wonder what kind of, like, what kind of astronomers... They, uh, well, it's probably the kind of people who like, they set up those uh, telescopes and they take like time lapses. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, like, and like, they'll, yeah, they'll run them from like a good month, but then you got all these little satellites come streaming across there to have nothing to do with what they're trying to research. I'm sure that's got to be what it is. And to say what it is, what was his goal? Was it 40,000 of them? That he wanted to put up for internet access. I mean, yeah, this is what they were saying. The satellites block the view of telescopes. And it's not like, you know, people got to understand. They're not talking like, I'm trying to look out of the telescope and I can't see because the satellite's in the way. It's just all these little cluttery things and they can't. You know, it, it interrupts their research. Yeah, I, I just can't get on board. This is the one thing that Elon is doing that I just adamantly disagree with. 
Yeah, those satellites are there now. He, there's a few thousand of them up there, but like I said, his goal was like 45,000, I think. Uh, yeah. For internet. I mean, if... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can get on board with that either. <laughs> and they already sent out the emails about, you know, you can go ahead and start signing up. And I think it was mostly people on the West Coast. But you have to buy the little satellite dish yourself to... It's here. It's here I got, now too. Yeah, I signed up for the waiting list and I got an email saying it's like you have to pay for like a kit and it's like five hundred dollars. So yeah. you gotta get the kit, you install the kit, and then even even then your your internet speeds are not even as of now until they get more satellites up there. I think you're sitting at like maybe twenty megabytes per second or something like that. It's not blazing fast. It's supposed to be faster. Hmm. But right now, until they get more satellites up there, it's not super fast and I think there was even a disclaimer that said, you know, you may not, there may be times where you don't have internet at all. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> so you've just, you've just decided you're going to be part of the problem, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know what it is. You're just curious. I mean, I am too. I mean, especially when it comes to technology, it's like, wow, that's, a, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. But then I stop and think, but is it a, a good idea? I mean, it's an interesting idea. I don't think it's a good idea, though. There's a meme for this. I can't remember the exact words. Just because you should. Or just, just because, because you, you have the power. Yeah. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Exactly. It's kind of like it, Google and those balloons they wanted to fly all over Africa <laughs> for internet access. What was it? Project Loom? They, yeah. Do you know they 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 didn't kill that project until... It was like either late last year or earlier this year. I'm like, uh, no, some things just weren't meant to be. I'm sorry. Maybe everybody can't get high speed internet access. Okay. I mean, we as a species, we survived. All right. Or. I don't know, man. If you take away the internet from people, it's too late. People yeah, have the internet now, man. It's a necessity now. If you take away the internet, World War Three is imminent. <laughs> well, how could it be? Because people couldn't coordinate because they don't have the yeah. internet. <laughs> Nobody will know what to do. I would have, I would have gotten a hold of you, but I don't have internet no more. <laughs> All right. Well, we had the NFL draft. What'd you think? I didn't. To be honest, Adam, I didn't even watch any of it. I, I watched the Bengals picks. That's that's pretty much it. You know, I, I, I like the Jamar Chase pick. I think that um, he, from everything that everybody says, that he, he, he was like the number three rated guy out of the whole draft. Hmm. Um, so he's one of the, supposed to be one of the best wide receiver prospects to come out, the, come out of college in God knows how long. And he said, I'm going to break every Bengals record. Yeah. The the Bengals, had the, man, if you look at the, I mean, to set aside the offensive line. Oh, yeah. But if you look at the Bengals offense, man, geez. Mm -hmm. You got Joe Mixon, Burrow, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, and T. Higgins. Yeah. I mean, they're... Um, Uzama's a net. I mean, he's he's not a great tight end, but he gets the job done. Um, no, 
we just need a good game plan. <laughs> I feel like we I, go through this all the time. Oh, we got all these players. We got so-and-so and so-and-so. And then we ended the season one and 11 or something. He, so here's, <laughs> I've, I've been, I've been a lifelong Bengals fan. Right, right. Right. And I've seen the good seasons and the bad seasons and the Bengals have always had good players. Yeah. They, they, they have had, they have pl- had players that are more than capable of, of performing in the NFL. And one of the, re- the, one of the problems is, and this was, this was kind of, I think that this was kind of pre mostly pre Marvin Lewis was game plan. When Marvin Lewis came along, he started putting together good pl- game plans. Right. He did things that were frustrating yeah. in his game plans, but he never, he never took unnecessary risks in those game plans. He, you can tell that he meticulously thought out each game plan, but he didn't do he he didn't do anything that was too risky. That's that defensive and coordinator that was exactly yeah. exactly. He 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 didn't do anything that was ever too risky, um, which I think was if if he would have maybe if he would have maybe did more riskier things with some of those offenses that he had over those years. Yeah, I mean, God, who who knows? Especially like if you look at 2015, I think 2015. Was it was it 15, 14 and fifteen was probably one of the better Bengal teams that maybe maybe one of the top three best that we've ever seen. If not, maybe the best. Who was that? The Johnson knows? era was that Chad and Sam and all them and Carson. No, that's that was the year that Dalton got hurt. Dalton and okay. we we went oh, we went, went twelve and four. four. Yeah, and then lost in the first round of the playoffs. Right, right, so, right. Okay. Yeah, I went back like that, too far. <laughs> that was the that was the team that I think started nine and zero or ten and zero. And then once Dalton got hurt, Dalton got hurt versus the Steelers. You think he broke? He broke his thumb or something like that. Yeah, I, I can't, can't remember, remember what it, it was. Yeah, I mean, yeah but and it I mean, seemed like, and I'm sorry, it didn't seem like after that happened, Dalton kind of started. He started acting kind of funny to me. Like he was, yeah. I'm like, all right, bye. Well, I think that that year, I think everybody got mad because that was the playoff game where perfect lost his mind. And yeah. Pac-Man lost, kind of lost his mind. I don't blame him because Porter ran on the field and pushed him, right. you know, which you, as a coach, you cannot do, but no. he didn't, he didn't get a flag for it, you know? So there's, you know, perfect losing his mind. That was definitely, that was the guy. The guy won us the game, and then he lost the game for us. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, but, I, I, I hope. I hope. I mean, that's all we can do is still hope. Um, you know, because most people say it still goes back to the, it goes to the top. They say it's it's Mike Brown until he's gone. Well, it's always gonna I, be this way. You know, I think that. Especially the last couple of years, another thing that the Bing, another issue the Bengals have had is injuries. Yeah. Like they have had each year, they have had devastating injuries to like key players. Yep. And like you know, I mean, I know that you can't. That's something that every NFL team has to plan for. But I think that if you look at players designated to IR over the probably the last three or four years, the Bengals are probably going to be up there at the top here top of your list like last year we lost dj reader after like two or three games that was our big free agent signing mm-hmm. last year the trey waynes from minnesota i don't even think he played a game i can't even I, remember I, him 
Yeah, and it's because he didn't play a game. <laughs> he, he was, we signed we signed him for like thirty million dollars. Really, like I don't a three, even four, remember the yeah, name. Yeah, for like a three four year thirty forty million dollar contract, and then got hurt before the season started and didn't play a game. Oh man! Wow. So there, I mean, there's there's that, and you know, I I'm not I I don't know if I'm sold on Zach Taylor. Um. The players, the only reason that I'm that I'm still like not completely against the guy is because the players still seem like they want to play for him. Yeah. Like you you know, you know the moment that one of those guys has like um and the, we saw last year where uh Dunlap Dunlap had an issue with him, but the rest of the locker room had his back still. So that's to me it's like, well, you know, if Dunlap was that vocal about things and trying to blow things up that much. And the rest of the team still had Taylor's back, you know. Then I think it was that, a problem with Dunlap. Yeah. I maybe, maybe that, but I, th- I think that it was a good sign that the players at least still have his back. If the players, <laughs> right, right, I'm just saying it, it wasn't like everybody went, yeah, what well, he said. It yeah. was more like, nah, you just didn't get along with him right now, and it's just yeah. you, yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. I, I, I got give, give him I gotta, this year. I got to get with you on that because I, you know, some coaches just seem like they're the coach. I still don't feel like he seems like he's the coach. I don't think, yeah, I'm not sure if he does. Yeah. I, you know, I think that you definitely, definitely this year, see how things are going after eight games. And if they're not going well, man, you got to fire him. He's got to be gone. him loose. Especially Burrow being as young as he is. Man. Or like, you know, yeah. Get somebody else in there. All right. Well, we got one more, one last thing to wrap it up with. And this one's, uh, I keep hearing people talk about, and I'm wondering if it's ever going to happen. The cicadas. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Trillions, they say. Maybe tomorrow. It just got done. at Once the rain stops tomorrow. Um, they say the first warm rain where the where the soil gets to 65 degrees it's been seven it's been in the 70s the past few days do you remember the last time oh yeah for sure i'll never forget it i I, it happened when i was 22 and it happened when i was five or wait is that right 17 years ago yeah it, it happened when i was no it happened when i was 20 so it happened when i was 20 and it also happened when i was like three and i even as being a little kid, I still remembered that sound. Like I, I, I never forgot the sound when you walk outside. It's just that deafening roar of that hum. Yeah. Do the the last seventeen years ago, I was working for Scott's Lawn Service, treating lawns outside because I was finishing my degree. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And I was down in, um, you know, Green Hills. It was, they said Green Hills had the highest infestation of Southwestern Ohio. And I had to go down there and treat lawns. And we would start real early in the morning, like basically a sunrise. Man, I didn't know until I was around a bunch of cicadas that when (laughs) they fly up, they often secrete. And they secrete exactly what you think they're secreting. (laughs) Because they're males. Man, oh man! Oh. <laughs> Every morning, 
gross, dude. And people's lawns. I had people's houses I had to treat. And a lot of people in Green Hills, they're they're elderly. Um, I'd pull up in the truck. The you know how people have trees, you know, decorative trees, and they have a bed around it with mulch, covered, mostly dead cicadas. Yeah, just piles of them, dude. You drive down into Green Hills, the first thing that would hit you, it smelled like dead bodies. It just smelled like rotten corpses. It was that many cicadas, and you could just hear this hum from the distance. It sounded like a UFO was hovering down there. Yeah, that was fun times. And every once in a while, I go hop back in the van to go leave somewhere. You know, I'm just driving along, don't even know it. One's on my shoulder, and it makes that noise. I'm like, I almost have so many wrecks (laughs) because it just right in my ears, scared the crap out of me. (laughs) Uh, Son. Sunday we Sunday I smoked ribs. Like I used I got this new Weber Smoky Mountain smoker that uses charcoal and I smoked ribs for about seven or eight hours and we went outside and kinda sat on I've got these benches outside. We went outside and had a couple beers and cooked food for like eight hours. Kids threw football and kicked soccer ball around. I was like this is probably going to be the last, one of the last times that we get to do this for a couple months because I'm not coming outside. Do they understand what this is about? They have no idea. They probably like, think, oh, Adam, is going to be a couple bugs. No, they, yeah. So, like, I've tried to explain to them because, well, the, the kids don't know as much, but I've even I tried to explain to her because she's from Venezuela. Like, mm-hmm. they, they, they've only been in the United States for, like, three years. Right. And uh, I'm like, yeah, if you, you get, she's like, I've seen cicadas before. Oh yeah, we all seen like, them before. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Well, I'm like, you, I think I know that you've seen cicadas, but I don't know if I'm trying to mentally prepare you for what you're about to see. Like, you're gonna walk outside, <laughs> and cicadas are gonna be flying in your face every five steps that you take. They're gonna be dead all over the place. Uh, There's gonna be this deafening sound when you walk outside, but they they have no idea what they're in about to be in for. Man, I remember when I was a kid. That was one of the sounds of summer to me. You know, I had good memories of that little, that noise cicadas make, like just one off in the yeah, distance in a yeah. tree. And you're like, oh yeah, it's summer. But then, not like summer, that, though. but not like that. Yeah, that's what you got to tell her. It's not that, that pretty cute thing you're thinking. Uh, not when it's a bunch of them together. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going outside, man. And that's the thing is I, I on Saturdays and Sundays, I like cooking food, you know, right, outside. Right. And I'm not, I don't think that I'm going to want to do it just because I remember how it is, man. And then people start cooking them and selling them to eat. Oh, man. Yeah. You could get cicada on a stick. Why? They did chocolate covered cicadas. Oh, gross, man. Deep fried cicadas. (laughs) They even made a, um, what's it called? Tofu. They made like a cicada tofu that paste. I'm like, no, no. People are really excited. There's people that are really excited for this, like to eat them. And there are it's t-shirts. Like a... T-shirts. Yeah. People are selling shirts because they're excited about it. My God. No. <laughs> what is what has happened to the world? And you know, when it comes to insects, I always, you know, I always think, you know, God made everything for a purpose. Every bug has an ins- uh, a purpose, even the ones we hate. What's the purpose of a cicada, though? Like, even flies, as, as annoying as they are, they help with decomposition. What's a cicada for? Just to make everybody mad every 17 years. <laughs> what do they do? <laughs> they don't do anything except make us all mad and make everything super annoying. 
Oh, gosh. like, dude, we we probably have a week, <sighs> it, probably less than a week, and then it's on. We'll be talking about this next week. It'll just be pure madness. <sighs> I guess I'll buy us a, a little dead cicada and put him on my shoulder. We might as well be a guest on the show. <laughs> I got a, I got a net that I got to go put out on my apple tree outside to make sure that they don't kill it. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> All right. Well, I don't know where everyone is who's listening and watching, but uh, yeah, here we're going to have cicadas. So <laughs> <laughs> lots of them and it's bad. I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to shoot a video and I'm, I'm just going to show it to people because nobody's going to believe us unless they see it, man. I've, I've been trying to find videos to show them and the videos just don't do it justice. They it's don't. like, man, I get, I got to find a video to where that's going to make them understand what the, the what's about to happen. That whole walking, dude, this is what you got to do to them too. When it first starts happening, because this is what would really happen when, when I was still working, you know, out in the doing lawns, sometimes I'd pull up and would be quiet. I'm like, oh, maybe this is a day when the cicadas just aren't doing anything. Open the back of the truck, you know, get the spreader out to go start on somebody's lawn. Soon as you touch the grass. A bunch of them, they just, it's like a cloud of cicadas. And then they, all the other ones all over the lawn just wake up and then they all oh, fly and making all that noise and excreting. And so, oh my God, dude. <laughs> yeah, see now it's like back then, I wish I had a cell phone, you know, cause back then that's when cell phones still had that choppy pixelated, you know, <laughs> it wasn't, they were no good. <laughs> but, I can't do it, man. But now, oh, I'm going to capture some video and show some people. I'll oh, send yeah. it to you so you can show them before. <laughs> if they don't get to see it before I get it. <laughs> All right, man. You got anything else? Not this week, no. All right. Next week, we can talk about cicadas. Yeah, everybody join us next week for the cicada show. <laughs> Adam has predicted it. They're coming. So Tomorrow tomorrow i don't even want to hear that <clears throat> so um yeah we're just gonna go ahead and wrap it up so yeah be sure to join us next tuesday we'll probably be talking about cicadas if not we'll talk about other stuff too but probably definitely cicadas as usual we do this show every tuesday night at 9 p.m eastern and be sure to join us every friday at 11 p.m eastern every saturday at 11 p.m gmt over on mixcloud for weekend chill and if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, just go to voluntaryinput.com and select contact voluntary input. We'd love to hear from you. All right. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Get your vaccines. Please. For all of us. <laughs> all right. Take care, man. All right. We'll see, see you, man. Later. Bye.